0: your local enterprise office, making it happen for Irish startups and small businesses at localenterprise.ie slash start.
1: Welcome to the Making It Happen podcast series brought to you by your local enterprise office. I'm Conal O'Moran. In this episode, I'm joined by usheen Gagan, Chair of the Network of Local Enterprise Offices, and by Sheila Daly, Entrepreneurship Manager with Enterprise Ireland. I started by asking Sheila about her top tips for entrepreneurs.
0: Well, I suppose in general, I would say um, one of the critical things is to really understand the customer and the problem that you're solving, because, you know, Business can be quite complex in, in operating it. But at the end of the day, the fundamental is you have to have enough people that that, ha, that want to buy what you're selling. And therefore, what you're selling needs to be able to compete. It needs to be better than what's already out there. But it most of all needs to be solving a problem that people want to, to, to are willing to pay to solve.
1: Well, let me turn that back on you or at you and say, do you or have you seen in the past people coming in and they have an idea but they haven't an idea where who or what they're going to sell it to so it's kind of like not really much of an idea
0: um well I, I, people would yes sometimes people will will actually have developed a product um based on possibly their own experience um and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that but i would certainly be cautioning anybody from spending too much time or money developing a product because they think that that there's a problem that needs to be solved really this this a lot of time should be spent on making sure that this is something that sufficient people are experiencing um at a level that will make them want to pay for it a and b that there isn't already something there that is actually doing the job better than what you're going to offer
1: and actually that is a problem of trying to find out if that product does exist before because certainly in my experience I think maybe uh, a new pair of uh, glasses great idea but too often very 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 often I'm told that's been done already if you go to your Leo they can help you to say or to find out yep done before sorry about that
2: yeah and i think sometimes there's actually um we find that a lot of entrepreneurs or people who are looking to set up their own business are looking for something that has never been done before and in reality the very vast majority of businesses that start up and the vast majority of successful businesses out there haven't got a a particular invention or thing that hasn't been done before most businesses that start up are actually me too businesses so you can look at a market at a sector you could look at a particular product or service that's being provided and there may well be substantial competitors there but you may weigh you may have something unique there you may have something different you might be able to improve on the offering you might be able to do it at a better price or you might be able to deliver better service so very often people look at the wrong part of this so what you're ultimately doing as Sheila was saying there you're looking for the for a, a marketable product or service that is going to service a need. It doesn't necessarily mean that there aren't any competitors in your space.
1: Because um, if people think of something as basic as a, a tire for a wheel, there's Michelin, there's Goodyear, there's uh, Firestone. They all just make tires, but there's room for them all.
2: There's always room for improvement in any business sector, in any you know product or service category out there there is always room for improvement and I think the best entrepreneurs are the ones that can identify and focus on how they can provide that service or a product, a better product, a better service. They can do it better, they can make more money out of it and they can do it differently.
1: Sheila, am I unfair in characterising the entrepreneur, he or she, as being uh, in a hurry and therefore not terribly bothered with trying to devise a business plan haven't got time for that i want to make my product i want to sell my service and when that happens well no business plan one no money two you just got to do it
0: yeah, I mean, I suppose it's very important, that characteristic of, uh, of being in a hurry, of being passionate, of being committed, of really having you know a vision and wanting to make it happen, because it's hard and starting a business is really hard. Um, so you need to be that type of person. But realistically, as you said, Colonel, even to obtain finance, you actually do have to be able to articulate your vision And you also need to be able to explain properly why and how this is actually going to make money. Therefore, I as an investor should put money into it or as a bank should lend you money.
1: What do you say to those? And I know they exist, those entrepreneurs who get really frustrated with either uh, their local enterprise office or with Enterprise Ireland, because you don't understand, you don't understand uh, because you're not giving them money. What do you say to them? Do you just say sorry or go away and think again or
2: I think it's very, very important that an entrepreneur, particularly if they're looking to raise funding or finance or indeed, if, if they're trying to build credibility in their in their product or their service, they need to look at this from the perspective of the investor. They need to kind of take a step back and look objectively at how they how their business proposition is coming across. Ultimately, anybody who invests, whether it's a state agency or a private investor, or a bank or any other organization or an individual, nobody is going to want to put money into a business unless they're pretty convinced that this is going to be successful. So you have to take a step back and look at how you're presenting yourself, how you're presenting your business. Is it fully thought through? And that you have a very strong and robust case for investment. So that's one of the crucial things that people, people can very often get tied up, entrepreneurs can in their own view of the world and their own vision. And they need to kind of take a step back from that.
1: Do either of you believe in that uh, the old adage about uh, you know you're not going to be a successful entrepreneur unless you've failed? Do you look for failure when you look when you're going to look for success, Sheila?
0: I don't think that we would specifically be looking for failure. Um, But um, absolutely, I mean, it's experience. Um, Now, obviously, experience in terms of actually having set up a business, run a business, employed a team, gone out to market, and then it doesn't work. And understanding why it didn't work um, is is invaluable. But equally, you know, we we would be looking at at teams in Enterprise Island when we're looking at, for example, in the high potential startup unit, we would be looking for teams that have experience and that there's some kind of balance within the team so that there would, because to, to start and grow a business, you need so many different skills um, that, that even in industrial experience, experience working in senior management roles in multinationals or in Irish SMEs, are also extremely valuable, um, and we would be looking at that when we're looking at evaluating a team, presenting a project.
1: Oh, Jean, do you prefer teams over individuals, or are you willing to back either or both?
2: I think you have to recognise that nobody has all of the skills necessary to fulfil every function that is needed in being successful in business, whether it's finance, marketing, you know, uh, production, management, technical skills, and all of the myriad of skills. You know, What's really important from our perspective uh, is that the entrepreneur acknowledges what skills are required. OK, so whether they have that themselves or whether they have somebody on their management team who can bring that to them. And if there's a gap that they have a mechanism for bringing that in, that's the really important thing. And when you're talking about things like business failures, what we look for is has you know has, has the individual learned a lesson from that? OK, so if, if, if somebody has, has tried before in business and it hasn't worked out as planned, are they clear as to what went wrong have they learned from that and very often as you said that can be a very strong positive if, if if you make any mistakes in your life hopefully you learn from that and you do better the next time
1: and sheila there is also a good positive uh, emphasis now on women entrepreneurs there is at both a leo level and at ei level there is a, an active encouragement to get women into becoming entrepreneurs
0: absolutely well we, we recognize women make up half of the population and and yet you know it's sort of three to one ratio of men, men to women starting up and setting up businesses so it's a huge economic opportunity if we can actually persuade or encourage or support more women to start businesses that there is a huge economic opportunity for Ireland in just purely in those numbers Um, and that that is um, recognized both by Enterprise Ireland and the local enterprise offices we've we've both um, organizations have been working in this in this field for some time undertaking different means of promoting uh, women entrepreneurs role models capability programs networking supports looking at access to finance and at the moment in Enterprise Ireland, we are actually working on a new strategy for female entrepreneurship. Um, so, yes, it's, it, it is important and continues to be very important and something that we will continue to focus on.
1: Would you, staying with Enterprise Ireland, uh, prefer that people knock on your doors when they are at the level? Or do you prefer when they're introduced by the local enterprise office? Do you feel that they've kind of cut their teeth at the local enterprise is it a Has it proven to be a better pathway?
0: I think what we would recommend to anybody that's thinking of starting a business is that their first point of contact should be the local enterprise office because that the local enterprise offices are locally based for a start, which is a great advantage um, for anybody who wants to, to have direct access to, to one-to-one discussion around what their business idea is and help then in di- and direction into where is, what's the best pathway for them so we believe the local enterprise officers should be the first point of contact. Um, we work very closely with the local enterprise officers um, in program development. We're on the evaluation committees with the local enterprise officers. We ha- know people, you know. So there's lots of personal relationship and operational and structural relationships there and we are working together, genuinely working together to make sure that every entrepreneur gets the best possible pathway and the best possible support to realize their ambitions. So the answer is the local enterprise officers are a very important are very important for Enterprise Ireland in terms of referrals and, and a way, as you said, of strengthening businesses and bringing them to the point where they're ready to export and we can then support them with the kind of supports that we we're, we're, we have.
1: And Leo, uh, uh, sorry, uh, I shouldn't say. Leo, uh, at the very beginning, it's a very welcoming organisation, isn't it? I'm very familiar with many of them. And some people, naturally, they be reluctant saying, "Ah, oh, I couldn't really know, I'm not really ready and all. You're very happy just to have a chat.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. No commitment. No, Mm. no, not. Well, there are 31 local enterprise offices all around the country, and our doors are always open to anybody who has a business idea or is thinking of setting up their own business. What we would say is, as Sheila said, the first point of contact should be the local enterprise office. There, There are a lot of programs, activities and supports there that people won't be necessarily aware of. So we take, you know, we we take all comers. If you like anybody who has a, an idea for a business, if they're looking to undertake maybe a start your own business program, they might want one-to-one mentoring advice. They might be looking for finance and funding, whether it's through grants or other sources, and we can advise them and guide them and hopefully help them develop their business plan and, and a strong case to raise funding. But very importantly, this client and the entrepreneur is at the centre of all of this. So we're always conscious to whatever agency or whatever services are available it needs to serve
1: as their needs the so therefore there is no business too big too small too daft you are happy to talk to anybody well I mean anybody like, like in
2: terms of people setting up their own business um, absolutely uh, anybody in relation to the types of businesses that can be funded and that can be supported obviously as local enterprise offices we are looking for businesses whether they're pre-start or up to 10 employees we can we can provide supports but we do have we we know we're very much plugged into enterprise ireland and the other infrastructure if you like are the, the startup ecosystem in the country so we we know who the players are there are other great state agencies that exist as well and local organizations and we can plug people into those where we think that they may be a benefit to them
1: now we don't do negative on team SPS, so i'm not looking to dump on anybody but maybe in a couple of words, what should people not do, Sheila, when they're coming to you in Enterprise Ireland? Say, you must say, oh my lord, not another one of these, or they haven't done their homework properly. What are the three top tips not to do?
0: Not to do? Um, well, I suppose I, I go back to my, my, my the first thing I said, which is really, you know, don't come in, or not don't come in, you can always come in, of course, but you know, if it's clear that you haven't actually gone out and, and done significant customer research, that well, there's awful word customer validation, but that is what it's about, then we're going to be saying to you, we think you should go and do some customer <laughs> validation. So that is is one. Um, I think, um, again, the, the, the team, it's very much what, what Ashin said, we're not expecting anybody to have a fully fledged team at startup stage. But what we would be expecting is that there would be some recognition of where there are gaps and some idea about how they're actually going to fill those gaps. And finally, your financial plan is really important and it needs to match and it needs to be credible in relation to what you're saying in the rest of your description. I have
1: to ask you about the credibility of the financials. Do some people come in and say, I think I can skim over this or scam over this maybe, that they just are hoping that you don't spot the big glaring hole in their financials?
0: Well, in fairness, I'm not sure that anybody's deliberately doing that. But I think, and again, we've talked about it, overconfidence is actually a required um, attribute of an entrepreneur. Um, But but sometimes, you know, very, very ambitious um, projections really do need to be tied back into the reality of how you're actually going to achieve that.
1: And uh, again, actually on the Leo side, is it the same issues or because it's the very, very beginning, they're not gonna have any fancy financials. It is man and a dog or woman and a dog and, uh, and an idea and a hope and a wish and a prayer.
2: Mm, yeah, like I think a lot of it is is preparation and is planning and looking, uh, looking to make sure that your proposition makes sense. You know, we find that sometimes people will produce a business plan. Finance, actually, when you're talking about it, interestingly, it is the one area that everybody knows they have to do and they have to present strong financials, but it's the one that's most frequently done badly, if you like.
1: Where should they go to get you know, a, a good financial plan, somebody who will help them lay it out properly to your standards? Well, I mean, what, what, what we're looking
2: for is to see that the person starting the business, the entrepreneur has has robust financial forecasts in place that make sense, okay, that are realistic. It doesn't have to be pretty high, you know, a high level kind of convoluted, type, but, but it does need to make sense. And you need to understand your financials yourself. So you don't obviously need to be necessarily a chartered accountant to set up your business, but you do need to understand about how you're gonna make money, what your costs are, what your pricing point is, and how you're going to control your cash and all of that type of stuff. So you do need to have an an awareness and a reasonably good understanding of the finances of the business.
1: Either of you or both of you, are the financials the first things you go to when somebody comes in with a business plan? Do you flick through all the other, we'll call it guff, and you say straight to the financials?
2: Absolutely not, no. We would look at the entrepreneur, we look at their experience, uh, in and how well thought through their business idea is whether they have validated their business idea if it's a startup um how aware are they of where they will fit in the industry in the sector against competitors and all the other players the financials would certainly come after that obviously they make up an extremely par- important part of it but different you can have the best financial forecast and understand them perfectly and all that but if you don't ultimately have a viable product or service or business model it doesn't matter the financials won't won't even enter into the equation of it because it won't be successful unless you have a viable business proposition
1: an impossible question to ask you finally Sheila define me the, the the best entrepreneur you can imagine not not an individual but just what it man or woman looks like (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, well, I suppose that, that from a personal characteristics perspective, you really do need you need sort of relentless optimism um, and extreme resilience and the ability to persuade lots of different people to do what you want, everyone from customers to suppliers to employees um it's that crazed look in the eye that you're looking for (laughs) uh, yeah that determination resilience and belief you have to believe you have to believe in yourself and you have to believe in what it is you're doing because that passion is infectious and it will take you you know it's necessary to keep you going
1: or any final addition to that i think 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 it
2: through think think your business plan through think your business process through and make sure it makes sense because a lot of people trip themselves up on the simple stuff you know, keep it simple. Business plans don't need to be very elaborate or very extensive or 100-page documents. They can be quite straightforward, five or six pages outlining from start to finish how you're going to do what it is you're going to do, how you're qualified to do it. Here's the steps that are going to that are required, and here's what resources are needed. So ultimately, keep it as simple as you can, and uh, and be honest as well. You know, when you're you know when you're dealing with uh, investors and things, you know. You, you need to be straight up with them they will see through it if you're if you're waffling or if you're being slightly kind of if, if you're maybe overly optimistic or something
1: so so be honest about where, where
2: you're where you where you're planning to go to
1: that honesty is useful because it kind of embarrassing when it all falls apart. Oisin Gagan, Sheila Daly, thank you so much. This podcast was produced by Team SBS Podcasts on behalf of the local enterprise offices. It was recorded at Collaborative Studios Dublin.
0: Making it happen with expert advice, mentoring, training and funding supports. The local enterprise offices are supported by Enterprise Ireland, local authorities and the Government of Ireland.